Welcome to the God is Geek podcast, episode 475. My name is Adam Cook and I'm your host this week and most weeks, not all weeks, not every week. You can't say that. That would be a false truth. Would that is that a word? Christopher Christopher White? Is that a word? Yeah, if you want. <laughs> Took my surprise, I think, with the, the, the speed of which I came for you then, didn't I? I know, I wasn't expecting you. You do come quite fast normally, but that was quicker than normal. So It's also earliest we've ever had a podcast title for a week, isn't it, Christopher Hyde? It is. Yeah, normally it takes a few minutes to get going and say something inappropriate to get a title, but good on Chris White for coming in early, so to speak. And that's, I mean, all it really remains is for Lyle to say something inappropriate very quickly, isn't it? Hello, Lyle. Hello, ejaculate. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is also a podcast title in itself, (laughs) I suppose. Um, but why am I speaking so quickly? Like, can anyone guess why I'm speaking this quickly? And like, because there's so many games, Adam. Yes. God damn Mm -hmm. it. So many. Yes, sorry, I didn't mean to shower you. That was unprofessional and, and, and rude and, and unbecoming of a man of my stature. Um, <laughs> I'm giddy. I'm giddy with excitement because we get to talk about uh, not one, not two, that way around if you're watching on the video. Sorry, I wasn't trying to swear at our viewers. Uh, but three games that have only been released. Well, at the time of recording, they haven't been released, some of them, and one of them has. And that's a really convoluted and complicated way of saying Dying Light 2 is kind of out now-ish in the future when you're watching this. And of all the people that haven't played it, sorry, Lyle, you haven't played it. Chris White has reviewed it. Chris Hyde and I have played it also and had planned to play it co-op. We'll get on to that. Um, we, that didn't happen, by the way, but we'll get on to that. So, like, where do we want to start? Because Dying Light 2 has been, uh, they say, like, 1,500 people... Took, it took to make it like seven years in the making. Eight out of ten. I mean, what more can you? Right. Well, there's all all this bollocks last month with five hundred hours. Yeah, that know, was a mistake. Five hundred hours. Oh God, we're never going to finish it. Oh, actually, it's only twenty. But if you do, if you spend five hundred hours, you get to complete everything. Right. Well, that's a lot of games you can spend five hundred hours with. That's not a selling point for me for anyone. Right. Brass tacks. The game itself, I enjoyed it a lot. It's just fun to play. That's the main yes. thing. Um, the story, it's it was always going to be better than the first because it was just as generic as they come. You know, we're, we're just throwing a story in because we're more interested in the combat. So with this one, it is better. I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, but... I think the intro is better. Sorry, I don't mean to cut. No, no. But, but I must admit, the intro, I, I think the intro was... <laughs> I think the intro is really cool in this game. Um but can I it ask is. a question? For I know, like, um, obviously, I know Lyle hasn't played this yet, but like, both Chris is here. Is it the same voice actor as the in the first game? I know it's a different character. Uh, doubt it. I well, I thought so. it wouldn't I, I be, but like, it, it, it's interesting because you we had this conversation about whether it's the same character originally because it sounds. Well, I never finished sound the similar. first game. Is I never it finished because the first game. they're as vanilla as possible? Well, yeah, well, I, I think I think that's more of the point because the character it? is dull as dishwater like, he, he is a boring protagonist he, he is boring like but yeah. the story is no the story is quite and, cool and it's the characters that kind of make it like you're introduced i wouldn't say massively early on but you meet someone called Luan who's voiced yeah. by rosario dawson who's brilliant in everything she does um but she plays that character excellently um and a lot of like the side quests feel I mean, a lot of them are like, go here, meet this person, kill these. Yeah. But there's an actual, like, like genuinely difficult choices. Like, like when you watch The Walking Dead, for example, and like they end on a real, like, shitter. Um, in in <laughs> Dying Light 2, you know it's going to go down badly. But, and it's in, it's in this world that's completely destroyed and ruined. And any kind of semblance of hope you have to kind of cling to. So these stories are tragic but there is light in each one a dying light but a light nonetheless um but they are quite smart in how they tell the story like i genuinely enjoyed it and how yeah um the kind of characters come into it there's no real two-dimensional characters in the main story for me anyway I know a lot of people online have slated it because they're all miserable bastards but i i actually but- think it was quite good like, it's kind of a miserable setting, though. To be fair, yeah. If they're all if they're all skipping around, exactly. Like, it would I mean, be a bit did, weird. Do they ever go Days Gone for the same thing, or The Last of Us for like not being it's like playing mental. fairground like, music? I, I don't, don't want to turn this into that. 
But like, no, just, but one day we'll do it. One day we'll just, do it. Just like, <laughs> just get a life. Yeah, I, like, <sighs> yeah, you, you didn't enjoy it, but some people are so like reviewers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't name anyone in particular. Bloody some, reviewers. Some I reviewers hate reviewers. Just really vile towards it. So just go and fuck yourselves. Right? It's it's a fun game, and yeah, it's not perfect. And I'm not defending Techland here. But I don't think they need your defence, mate. I think they're doing all they right. They don't need my defence, and they're not asking for it. I've not been paid, for, surprisingly, if anyone's watching, because I know people like to... <laughs> Do you know what the fucking joke is? It's just off camera. Hang on. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Hide, hide it. Awkward, hide awkward, hide awkward it. Awkward it's in the post. Like, it's bigger than my fucking head, and I, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, where's mine? Techland. I know, mate. I saw Four out of ten. <laughs> no, anyway, like, I'm not. Anyway. Even, I didn't review it. It's very, it's very. I should say. I'm not being an ungrateful twat. That's very kind of them to to <laughs> send that. But like, I really was like, what on earth is that? And then it was from Display, and I honestly thought, oh, the kids have got hold of my account, haven't they? Because I have got a Display. So like, in, if you're watching the video, there's a Zelda one I bought, I paid for because I love that game and that bit of art. And then when this arrived, I honestly thought, oh, because my son had mentioned his which, mate. Um, which his Zelda mate... game is that? Moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my genuinely my son had mentioned his mate was really looking forward to dying like two and it was his birthday coming up so when that arrived i was genuinely like oh this has been so long <laughs> but yeah um the actual game i mean chris hyde i know you're you're a massive fan of the first one and we're fairly excited to play the yes. second one right not that you aren't or weren't or yes. didn't like it i'm just yes. mean you were excited to play it no i don't know why i need to again tech yeah. like, big company yeah. they don't need my my kindness fuck them is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of aggression. Okay, right. There's lots yeah. of things I, I want to say about this. So, um, wow. Okay. It's interesting. Like you started off, Chris, with the whole 500 hours thing, which I admit, from a marketing point, PR point of view, is a massive misstep. But too many people a really do that. There's interesting point we have to make about this game with the whole 500 hours thing, mm. um, and the story being 20 hours, right? Because there's there's a lot of stuff in this game there is there's a lot of content there's a lot of stuff you can get lost in they weren't lying they weren't lying absolutely no. not no. but and the good thing is like the, the the world as it is is relatively you're relatively free to explore that from fairly early on right you, you know yeah. once you get into the city proper and and you know you do a couple of missions like right now you can you can be free and go and go and explore the biggest piece of advice I would give to anyone playing this game, mm. and I have found this out the hard way, is play the main story first yes. and unlock a lot of the yes. fun stuff that you don't get at the start of the game. There's lots of extra traversal stuff that you just don't have at your disposal. And what you, uh, what you find is that if you do go off exploring, like I invariably do as soon as I get the option to do so, I'll go and, you know, find all the icons on the map. Oh, there's a question mark. Well, I'm going to have to go and find out what that is because I can't possibly go to the, you know, main mission quest marker because that would be too straightforward. So, you know, I'm always going off exploring, checking things off. But at the start of this game, you have less options at your disposal. You're quite a weak character. Um, oh. And if you don't, play the story to kind of build that up and build your options up things will feel unnecessarily necessarily challenging frustrating mm -hmm. um you'll try and do some like speed challenges and feel really slow and can't work out why um because you haven't got enough stamina to, to move around and stuff like that but the game doesn't really tell you that because it wants you to play it your own way which is fine apart from the fact that it locks a lot of some of the fun stuff into the story later on now i appreciate mm. a game's not going to say play the story because you'll unlock a you know paraglider or, or whatever um no. but, but they had shown stuff that stuff <coughs> yes and i think like it's not spoiler they have shown the, the, the you know we're talking about a grapple hook yeah. the, the, the um as you say the, the glider they, they'd shown that stuff in trailers yeah and i think i think it's more like for me like for me, I think you probably played about the same amount of time, maybe a bit more. I don't know. We haven't talked recently. Well, but in terms I of hourage, maybe, but in terms of yeah, content, yeah, I played who about knows? ten hours. I have uh, ish, yeah, give or take, this yeah, ish, maybe that sort of area. Anyway, and I 
don't know. <laughs> I haven't unlocked no, any of those big no, things. No, same, and I haven't got a clue how far off I am from no, them either. No, and, and that is me spending a bit of time doing some side missions, if I'm honest. Same, yeah. But then taking a, a, a decision to to go and do the story missions because I want to progress in all these things because I know that when I do, I'm going to have a lot of fun. Just looking at the review yeah. video and watching Chris swing around with a grappling, I'm like, oh my God, that well, looks we, we amazing. Need to, we need to sort of mention that actually specifically because it was only... I didn't do the video review for this, Mick did, so I hadn't seen Chris's footage. But Chris... Chris White, it was only mm. seeing your footage. I like, and obviously we chatted about the grapple hook and stuff prior to that because there's like a, there's guides up and all that. Um, it was only seeing it in action, and I was genuinely like Chris. I saw it. I was like, that looks cool. I would have given someone one of them a lot earlier because mm. this is a sequel, and to empower someone who played the first game to feel like they've got something new in the sequel, other than a different character in a different location. Mm. Giving them a, a like in the chat there, Kieran's um, said I saw someone say you have to unlock the ability to sprint. That's not strictly true. There is an ability that gives you like an extra bit of sprint that lets you jump further. That is someone I feel like trying to make a narrative that isn't there. You kind of sprint by default, like you are running yeah, all the so, time. So there, you, you click the stick fast. and you unlock an ability. You're fast because it it's you, about parkour. Yeah. Parkour yeah, is fast. Yeah, so it's it's it, I guess it's like a far. It's a, it, I suppose it is a sprint versus a, a run, right? In terms of you, you run by default when you move. Yeah, you're running all the time. Would, yeah, you wouldn't be able to parkour if you were walking, but like. Yes, there is a, there is a thing to say here. You can sprint and therefore jump further, which is a parkour yes. ability to. Yes, cross, it's an ability you know. to jump further. Essentially, is yeah, what it that's really, really is. what it is. Uh, via know. the mechanic of making you run a little bit quicker before you jump to give you like, momentum, I guess, right? Like in real life, I suppose. Yeah. Well, how yes. a long jumper jumps further than if you just walk I, I, and jump. I didn't use that. I barely used that. I, I, I did. I barely I used, used that one. Barely used like I. I there but are I, other mechanics that you could use, like. Without sprinting, without unlocking that, you can like jump over an object and press L your left that's, shoulder yeah, and it cool. throws you forward. There's yes. another one that throws you up. Like I would use that more than just running, like sprinting. So I was going to unlock that one. Enough. But I didn't quite understand it sounded like it would be awkward to do. And now I'm is regretting the, the not one unlocking that it. Kind of pulls yeah, you forward is is easy. It's the one that launches into L that doesn't really make any sense. Okay. It's not, it doesn't really help. Yeah, the push forward one is is a bit like it gave me like Spider Man vibes. You know when you kind of bounce off a yeah, you get the extra momentum. And you get the from boost. The, it's a bit like that. It's hill spring almost. So, yes, and that's that's handy. Um, I like the parkour in this game, by the way. The parkour um, is fantastic. That's probably why I'm so far behind in the story because I kind of loved. Well, so I love the movement. I will say I have one problem with this game, and I think again it's a thing based on how I haven't finished it, if you know what I mean, is that I think they've got a bit of a problem. Like, the game looks beautiful on PS5. Like, really, really, really does shine. It looks lovely. But I think there's a bit of old old design, almost habits in here. So, like, early on in the game, it makes you via a mission, it's a tutorial mission, go to a rooftop garden where there are, like... I forget if there's enemies there or that one or not i don't think there are but there's like the grass they tell you the grass is tall that's how you can spot these rooftop gardens and there's a yeah. there's some honey from the bees uh is it chamomile plants and often yeah. some like yeah. the, the ultraviolet mushrooms that help you later on they it feels like what they did then is they got that roof went click copy and click paste onto other roofs in the environment and they did the same with the windmills but changed them when you got a bit closer to make them different sort of climbing puzzles and what i found myself doing is that i have no frame of reference for anything in that area i don't know where anything is without using the map without going put that icon on there because if you don't i won't find it you know you need to set that waypoint because there's no landmark i've seen yet to be able to go well oh, oh i come out the base and i kind of go that way over there whereas like even in the first game when you would come out of the hotel the, you know the big high-rise hotel base thing i always yeah. feel like i would oh, yeah. if i go left if i go left over there there's that little bit of there's a few buildings you can jump over it all felt quite distinct whereas yeah. what i've played so far while it looks great and it plays i think it plays really well i actually really like the combat as well for the record just gonna say that i like the combat it's, it's cool and different um I'm finding the environment like is losing me a bit because I'm getting lost in the environment, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, th I think a lot of the... So again, this is like early areas, Chris, so forgive us if it, if it does change in, in yeah. sort of the some of the broader spaces, but certainly the vibe I'm getting and probably made worse by the amount of backtracking with side missions I'm doing. But yeah, it very much feels like 
there's a lot of buildings really close together that look quite similar. It, it, it sort of makes it's, sense because they would. That's yeah, how yeah, yeah, architecture absolutely. in but, but, but places works. But you're totally works. right with what you say about the original where you come out that big tower. First off, that big tower is a chock-off landmark in itself. So you could, yep, yep, you've yep. got a frame of reference to that anyway. But, but like then, those windmills yeah. aren't landmarks because I literally at one point at the start of the game when it unlocks and lets you go, it tells you to use your binoculars. I unlocked yeah. two of them. And I went to one thinking I was going to the other one that I'd marked because yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking at the marker. It's like, this is a bit... I don't think it's like a game-breaking issue. No, it isn't. But I, I I know what you mean because I literally... I can even remember now, like in the original going out, I remember going, okay, if I go that way, I'm going to go to some sort of shantytown area. I know if I go yeah. that way, I'm going to go towards a train station. If I go that way, I'm going to go to a built-up area. There was just... It just there was different areas, and maybe because this is so big, you have to go further afield to get to those different areas. Because look, there, there is. I've seen different. You know, it's more like chemically type areas with loads of. Yeah, I, I started to see some other areas. Yeah. So I know there are they exist, but maybe it's just because it's a bigger map. You, you have to go further afield to, to 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 get it. But the thing that's really weird because I feel like I just you know came the game down ever since I started speaking. I really, really like it. No, same. Like I, I like really, it too. really like this game. It is one of it's those. It's fun. It is really fun, and I think the the biggest thing that will divide people on this game is 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 the fact that it's got these stats of how long it's been in development and had so many people working on it. Because I think, and some, to be honest, some of the. Um, some of the stuff they released a couple of years ago about how grand yeah. and different this game was yeah. going to be, I think that set it up almost for a little bit of a a knock in because mm. if you if we if we had this game and I'm not belittling it, but if we had this game a couple of years after Dying Light, everyone would be like, it's Dying Light 2, it's mm -hmm. same, same but different and better. Fantastic. That is exactly what I want, and therefore this game is great. And it's really fun. And if people, I, I'll tell you now, if you like Dying Light, you oh, will like Dying Light too. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But I think with all of that kind of, all of that time and all of the stats and everything else and everything that's gone on, and the promise, I guess, of of things, people were expecting something really different. And I think those people that were expecting something really different might be disappointed. But you shouldn't yeah. be, because actually, uh... it's it's taken the best bits of Dying Light. Apart from one, which we do need to talk about, which is which is the co-op, and well, and made them uh, and kind of multiplied it, right? So it's really, really good fun, and I just keep want to I want to keep playing it. There's other stuff I have to play, so I'm, I I have to keep pausing myself. But for me, that's the that shows you, you know, I played ten hours, not unlocked as much as anywhere near I want to, I want to unlock. And I still want to keep going back and keep going. I'm not throwing it in the bin it's, and going. It, no, it's very easy enough. to lose yourself as time yeah. on this. Well, there, there it, are it, exactly. there are some things though. That, I mean, I I think it, it, yes, it's a little unfair to go. Oh, and it was take, it took this long to develop. Blah blah blah. But I think I think you could guess that that was the case because there are just there are just enough things in this game that feel like they aren't quite modern. If that makes sense, like some of the conversation wheel stuff, like you know, it's very much that um, a person will have their say, and then they will stop and go and adjust themselves to be like, and I'm just going to wait, and then you say your bit, and then they go, oh blah 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 blah, and then they sort of stop and go, <clears throat> just adjust myself to be prepared, and that, and there's, and that's kind of a little old fashioned uh, yeah. in terms of, but look, like again, it's it's nitpicking, and perhaps unfairly so. Um, we would like to talk about the co-op, but we haven't been able to play it because for some reason, I, I assume it uses dedicated servers because otherwise I can't work out why on earth you would disable that pre-launch. Because mm. we couldn't play and I contacted the PR and they said it's not turned on till launch day. So, so why that no is? Idea. No, I mean, I, I really would find it amazing if it's dedicated servers because why would you do that for peer-to-peer, one-to-four player co-op in yeah. uh, a single-player adventure, so to speak, a game world adventure? Um I also would say that I I think there's um there's a certain narrative forming where like the developers come out and said oh we've already fixed a thousand bugs and we this day one patch is fixing a thousand more thanks from the fifteen hundred members of Techland it's like look we get it that you want it to come across as this kind of Techland family thing people are spending sixty quid on this video game so saying that you fixed a thousand bugs and a thousand more with more to come is like. I don't think that gets the message across they think no, it does. 
that that says you had lots of bugs that you shouldn't mm. have had. That's and they why, did. Why and are they there did. so many bugs when this game has been in development for so long? We, I mean, what I will say, I mean, look, a lot of them have been fixed before yes, launch, which yes, is they have. great. Yeah. But yeah, so we don't need to Not go great if you don't have the internet. No. But then you can't no, no, listen no. to this, but so I we can't say, warn you on anyway. On PC, I didn't have any bugs. This, it, I don't so want to nice. say the CP game name. But yeah, I, please don't. I was wondering about that. But in fairness, they did send I've, I've out console code. I've seen people compare it, but for I me, have this to, is, and this I don't is, want to. It's miles apart because that mm. this is just. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were there were things where I was. There like, were a couple that really needed fixing that they yeah. fixed before, and, and they fixed them with it, you know, yeah. instantly. So that that's Pretty, that's yeah. fine. That's done. Well, within a couple of days of people reporting yeah. them, they were fixed. So yeah, they probably so... were already fixing them. To be honest yeah. with you. Um, um, I don't know. Like I really do like this game, and I want to get back to it. I'm frightened I won't uh, because it does seem like kind of just, relentless. Just say one more thing before we, of course, mate, move course. on. But um, like we all, we, we, everything we're saying is accurate. With it being, it feels like Dying Light 1.5 as opposed to two. But like, there's the level design in mm. this game is like is really exceptional. Like there's yes, like just take away the the just jumping around the rooftops and it all kind of feeling. Because it does, especially near the start. Yeah, but when you do the story similar. missions or the like, what they call it, is it GRE zones where you like yeah yeah we, we, like it tells you to come back at night because the the yeah. zombies are outside yeah. and like you can explore and this it's really tense and brilliant. It's so tense. Right. Game. And the chases yeah. we didn't mention the chases. The chases are great. Yeah, but you get to the you get to the city yes. and it opens up obviously. Yeah, but like there's some missions within the city which take you inside buildings and like the main. Yeah tower which you see from the start yeah the, the parkour to get to the spoilers you have to get to the top of it you the, climb a the, tower the level <laughs> in design light hang in on that in that <laughs> particular mission where you go inside and climb up and you by this point you've got all your main tools so you've got the grappling hook you've got the paraglider you've got the um that's in it. <laughs> how, how does that work, movement? by the way? Because in the in, in the video, like it, there's like a because at first because I didn't have it, like there's like a reticule. It's sort of that's so that's all over the screen. Whenever, so you can what change your tools by the D pad, can't you? So you okay, can, you can assign them to the left D pad. Right. So I I would just flick it towards the grappling hook, and then a reticle stays on screen. Um, yes. So whenever you move, that is always there. Um, and yeah. like when you kind of look up, it kind of automatically shifts and, and locks onto something. Which yeah, that's what I was seeing. Mm. Yeah. So like I would run off a building and I would see something that looks like it could be grappled and then the reticle would appear and I'd just swing, jump, and then at the peak of my jump, press our shoulder button to, to jump in the air. And if there's something else there, I can then, you can like multiply kind of like use a grappling yeah. hook. Like, so it works really well, but like the, the, there's some fantastic level design in this, which utilizes all these kind of abilities and then when you go back to like the beginning areas in the old villa door you've now got a paraglider and you've now got a mm. grappling hook which makes it like ridiculous they're so <laughs> good like, it's a lot of fun to play I, I, I will say as well like i do think some of the i don't want to say set pieces but the design of the actual main story missions when you are going out inside places mm. and the design of those are really strong Mm. Um, and the experiences that you have that are clearly crafted and, yes. and intentional by, by obviously by the team, some of them are really good. You know, I still I, I still remember quite a few of them. Like the hospital room right at the beginning, I think is superb. And there's other That's ones as well. That's a fantastically tense mission. Um, so I, I, I will say that that it's not like unless they go through the story, it's not like it's a a chore. The st I will the story say, mate. I will say. <laughs> It ruined the tension for me. Did uh, now Chris obviously had no problems with. It. Did you have any bugs with the actual zombies in the PS5 version? Uh, like where you would no. stealth kill them and then they would suddenly stand bolt upright, but be dead but upright. No, no. So this happened. I was creeping around and I like I killed a zombie by stealth. And I'm like, Phew. and then suddenly he goes like that straight up in front of me, bolt upright. And I'm like, oh my god, it's an invincible zombie. No, it was just a. It was like the opposite of a ragdoll <laughs> glitch, if you know what I mean. Oh, right, Rather yeah, than yeah. ragdolling around, he just like bolt upright and stood on the spot. Um, I think that's been patched. And that's kind of a shame because that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes bugs are worth keeping. In. <laughs> yeah. Um, shall Shall we move on to another game? We've talked a lot about Dying Light 2, and I suspect we will continue to play it and talk about it. So, um, 
let's talk about another game then that three of us have played a different three of us have played because this one Lyle has reviewed uh, gave a 7 out of 10 to it on godisageek.com um, I played a little bit of it and Christopher White's played a little bit of it Oli Oli World um, very yeah. anticipated 7 years also in the making this one it really yeah, no, it really uh, is it really has been 7 years since Oli Oli 2 yeah well, it's been ages and for those of you who don't remember what was happening 7 years ago or weren't alive then. Do we have any seven-year-old listeners? Maybe. I hope not. Seven, <laughs> seven years After ago. After Chris started the pod. <laughs> Adam, just a quick one. Wasn't Ollie Ollie, will, uh, Ollie Ollie to our first box quote? Yeah. Uh, damn it. It's out of reach. But yeah, it was. Dan Murphy. That's right. There you go. There I was looking at it the other day. I doubt you'll be able to see it on camera. Um, if, uh, if you're not watching this, if you're just listening to it, this is going to be a bit unusual. But yeah, you can you can just about see it there. Uh, somewhere there. There yeah, Sublime, ten out of ten. God is a geek. It's the collection. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. That's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's one of those things. You know, it's pretty cool. It's a cool thing to have. Um, but Lyle, Oli Oli World. Yeah. So it sublime. Yeah. It's um. It's not quite sublime. Don't just don't think about that though. It's a um. So yeah, if you're not aware, sort of two D side scrolling skateboarding game. Very fast reactions, sort of twitch, uh, combo based, all this sort of stuff. Um, it's it's really very cool. Uh, I think there's definitely a midpoint in the game that's very, very strong. Um, but I think the start and the end could maybe do with a little bit of... Uh, well, one could do with speeding up and the other could do with slowing down, I suppose. Um, but essentially, um, you'll be, you know, you'll be, you'll go through the levels. There's a, there's a great story <laughs> that's sort of nonsense it's set in a world called radlandia um and the goal of the game is to meet all of the skateboarding gods um so that you can ascend to nirvana um and these are all words n a r yeah no i I got that because this is (laughs) apparently 1985 yeah uh i tried to include as many words in the review that i did uh, notice that that would have to be said like tubular and shred and all the great skateboarding words um i mean it's a (laughs) real yeah pretty much uh it's it's a beautiful game that for the for the biggest highlight i would say the aesthetic is about as much exactly what i want as any game has ever been before it looks expensive does that make sense yeah yeah definitely today and i was like this looks expensive now like it looks really like a lot of money's gone into the look. Yeah, like it's kind exactly. of it, it's incredibly colourful, like beautiful art. Like the environments even are mm. not only pretty but really like sort of oddly varied. Like you'll have all sorts of like you know to say that you're just realistically just going to be focusing on rails. You'll like there'll be levels on a beach where you're you know grinding up and down places. There's levels. There's a forest world where there's massive. Never explained like sort of like gargantuan bees, like literally like the like like sort of like also like almost like kaiju level bees that are holding up like walls for you to grind on. Not none of it's really explained why the world is how it is, but um, unfortunately, the actual gameplay uh, eventually just becomes far too complex. Really, was was my experience anyway. It was you get to the point where every time you're in the air if you're not doing a like the best tier of trick to get into the air then doing a grab then doing a spin then landing perfectly on the rail then if you get off the rail and it's flat ground if you're not manualing you'll get like nowhere near a high enough score there were levels where i i like it had been you know it taken quite a while to get through them i thought i'd sort of learned the level pretty well uh, and i'd go i'd reach the end i'd be like oh my god that was a great run like i've done fantastic and i had i had like a tenth of the score i'd need to hit the lowest bracket and it was just it was incredibly disheartening to the point of me basically just going you don't need the scores to progress it's just to unlock cosmetics really so it just re- got to the point where it's like i'm just treating this game like a platform game and i'm just going to try and get to the goal and not think about doing tricks because the amount they expect of me on every level and the amount they expect me to sort of with every single stage to sort of memorize the exact route i'm going to do and the exact chain of commands i'm going to do um it just it 
it was overwhelming, entirely overwhelming. And for the right person, there'll be some people hear all that and think, that's going to be amazing. I'm going to sink so much time into this. I love this sort of game. And, you know, I think Oli Oli World will be perfect for some people. I mean, it's been reviewing generally higher than the score I gave it. So a lot of those people seem to be playing it, I guess. Um, but I just sort of found it kind of like it, it didn't really respect your time. It expected you to put a lot into the game to really get that level of enjoyment out. I mean, down to almost like the optional objectives as well. Like each level has sort of a set of three optional objectives and they'll be like, avoid the five crabs as you go through the beach. And unless you need to play the level, memorize exactly where they are, know exactly where you're going to jump every single time. And like I say, all, most of these things realistically are optional, but in some ways they're also kind of where the fun is. And yeah. it takes a lot of dedication to work for that fun, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, 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 I don't really want to talk about this game. I, Chris, you played it as well. What do you think of it? Oh, Adam. Oh. Oh, do you know what? I, I didn't mind it, but then I only played two worlds of it. Um, yeah. I, 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 I recorded some video for it. Yeah. And I, I'd got onto the forest bit and I thought, yeah, I've done all right. And there's one level on there, which is where it... I mean, this is two worlds in. This is where it started to kind of become like, oh, you know, for God's sake. Mm. Like, I, I keep... You're right about memorising the tracks because you have to remember where certain things are because unless you're, like, super, super good... What, what am I talking about? I'm, I'm a writer. Fine. You know you're American. If, you, right. if you're super good... I'd like mem Americans. I've got what we're doing. <laughs> Then you get, you're not gonna have a problem, but like I, no. I, my brain couldn't cope. Um, but like that's like there will be people that this will be their one game for a while, and they have been waiting for this, and this is what they live for. That like, they, they there's plenty of replayability in it. You know, you can go back to the, the first few levels and complete all the challenges by replaying them all over again. You don't have to do them all in one run. Um, the the courses. What bothered me is. The dialogue and the cutscenes at the start of the level for like for just one minute of playing, and yeah. then you have to listen to some like really hilarious surfer bro talk for like a minute, and then you go into the next stage, and then you have to listen to the kooky friends who are all hilarious. And I, I, I'm, mm. I'm not I'm not appreciative of the writing, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 but like it it does look it looks amazing yeah. like so the colors are so bold and beautiful and like the the level designs are great but there's a lot of faff i'd much rather them just like yeah. i'd love there to be a mode I, I don't think there might be so i do apologize where you could just go into the level and just play the level and you don't have to listen to any dialogue i know you could kind of skip some of the chatter to just jump in but i'd like to just be able to just play it just go through a load of levels and just play it and not have to listen to all these bollocks yeah, the closest thing to that is there's sort of like a random... I don't know if it's necessarily generating the levels or there's just loads of them, but there's like a random level mode where you just sort of like put in how hard you want it to be, what sort of area you want it to be, but they're actually really dull because they haven't been made by a human. Yeah, so, right, okay. So it's not really the same, but that's sort of another aspect of the replayability. And, you know, there's like, you know, you get a code for each level so you can share it with your friends and compete for the high scores and stuff like that. And it's like, it's a cool idea, but like usually it just sort of won't really have the soul of the, you know, proper campaign levels, if you will, yeah. which is a shame. I mean, that's just it though. There's a lot about Oli Oli World I really like. And like, I would like another game that looked like Oli Oli World, but, played like a different game or like i'd like another game that had the customization for a character of ollie ollie world because i loved making my character and unlocking outfits because the outfits are amazing like the fashion was perfect in ollie ollie world uh there was a lot of hawaiian shirts and bright colors i, I was quite happy with it but don't um but don't you think that's missing the not for you i mean don't you think that putting all the time and effort into that is missing the point like i i mean yeah do you know what I'm saying? Not you, I'm not at all. I mean, if you like it, that's cool. But I mean, like, ah, oh, Christ, I, 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 we try and be, I, I think we 
generally try to be kind of upbeat on this podcast. Like this game's really left me quite sad because I loved those first two games, and I, I remember thinking, "Oh, what a cool indie dev this is that's done this, that, and the other." And like, I just, I feel like, if look, caveat here for a big, big caveat, and I, I wonder if you'll agree with this, Lyle. If you've never played Oli Oli before or two, you'll probably like this. Actually, I probably think you could play this and, and have plenty of fun with it. I think, wow, this is really cool and unique and new. I, I feel the problem. But the thing is, who who is this who's it being made for? Because surely when you go away and like do go, you know, undercover and then seven years later come back with Oli Oli World, surely the people the target audience is someone like me who was like, Oh god, I love those games like you read about. I don't Especially releasing it now, like it's, I can't see it punching through to anyone other than people like you and me, Lyle, who are lovers of the first game. Yeah, it's and I, it is. It's a tricky one. I just don't think the thing that you should be playing Oli Oli World and coming and saying, "Oh, it looks amazing and the customization is amazing," but skateboarding shit. The skateboarding's just like, <laughs> sorry. I don't, that's I think, me. I, no, I'm no. Paraphrasing. No, look, look. The art is good, like really good. Like it's a beautiful game. I don't think it actually serves the game that well i think it kind of actually muddies the visual sort of your i think it muddy it makes it more difficult i think because of the aesthetic being blended the way it is i found that more difficult when i boot it up and the first thing is like i've got to watch a cutscene and then i've got to design my border and i'm like i don't care about any of this I just want to be like flicking the stick around and doing tricks and grinding and remind me how to do that again because it's been seven years. Um, and like, like you know, you said, in, in, I think in Discord and Chris has said here, yes, you can skip the cut scenes and all that. Um, I, I, is, is that a good thing? Is that not worse than just not having a story or forcing you to watch the story? Because like putting a button in for the first time when it gets a cut scene that you can skip it. I always see that with any developer. I'm like, why would you let me skip this the first time? I guess you yeah. never learn about the five skate gods of Radlandia. No, but I mean in any game. In any game when it comes up with skip and it's like, but I've never seen this before. Why would I skip this? Like, no, it should I always know. be a thing the second time round. Maybe yeah, it's... Um, yeah, 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 maybe that's right. Should be. I just, yeah. I just... I started this and I'm like, oh, this is slow, isn't it? This is slow for someone who's played an Oli, all the Oli Oli sort of thing. And then I kind of just like went... It's just the same again, but with a different art style. Like I don't feel like I'm seeing anything new, and I felt like, like Lyle said, the optional objective was really cool in the previous games, and it was kind of, it felt like the levels were designed with those in mind. Yeah. Whereas this doesn't feel like that to me. <coughs> this feels like, I don't know. It, it feels like you see a random thing on a course, and you're like, oh, oh shit, oh well, I missed that now. And that's the, another thing for me is that I, I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know if it's like this in all formats. Um, I remember the Oli Oli games being much quicker to restart when you failed. Much quicker. Like Super Meat Boy quick, like touch a button, there you go, you're done again. Now I appreciate that with the kind of upgrade to the graphics, that maybe is harder to do. Um, but I think that's kind of one of the core tenets that you have to have in a game that's like this. Like in a sort of score attack, Twitch-based yeah, game, long, you have to be able to just touch to it and go... It's only seconds. Like I'm not saying yeah, it's like, but, oh god, but like no, but before like, it was like press a button. Done. Is a long time when you're well, you have to hold doing... triangle. No, no, hold start, isn't it? Which is it? Triangle. I think it's start anymore. Tap triangle to restart at a checkpoint, or hold, hold it, it to yeah. restart the level. Yeah. yeah, but you, I felt like before there was just like tap a button to restart rather than having to hold it because if you're playing this game like the other ones, you don't want to start at a checkpoint. You want to start at the beginning. It should be around the other way, like hold to go back to a checkpoint. You, if you're playing this game like the other two, you want to start again because you don't want to fail in your run. You want a clean run, don't you? I don't know. I got further on and I wanted to restart those checkpoints uh, every time. Yeah. But that's that's kind of also where Trials, the series, I don't know if you guys like, that's where that went as well, is that yeah. you know, when you got mm -hmm. to like the ultra extreme ones where you would watch people and be like, how are you doing that? I remember doing Going one of them vertical. and it was, yeah, you're vertical yeah. almost. And yeah. it was like, okay, I don't care if I've 300 fails. No, I'm not doing this bit up. now. Yeah, I've got yeah, yeah. this far. Um, yeah, but that was also kind of where that series started to lose me a bit. So I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I, I think I thought it would be grander. Like when, you, yeah, maybe think, that's the name. I don't know. I yeah, I think grander. the name, the name Oli Oli World to me makes it sound like it's some sort of big 
almost like a series reboot, maybe not to that level, but it it makes it sound like something is going to be kind yes, of different. Uh, there's going to be a bigger change about it, and it yes. very much is more of the same from what I remember of the first two games. But, but, it just... With a different art style and customization, I suppose, in the story. Yeah, and and yeah, maybe maybe not like, quite no, balanced like, as well. Like, listen, good luck to them. Like, massive good luck to them, because I love that studio, and I think they, they've yeah. always come across well, and I hope this game does brilliantly for them. I really do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... It just didn't didn't vibe with me at all. Like, I really couldn't get into it. Um, and that made me sad, Lyle. I'm sorry, but... No, I I can understand. I I was much like because we we talked a little bit as I was sort of mm. playing through, and I was I was quite hot on the game for that sort of yes. world two world three time. And like and that I made think me you quite were really happy by the way because I was like oh I just need to play a bit more of it. And I was like, yeah. that's great. I just when I've got some time then great. And then you and come then back I... and again like oh oh and then it just yeah it just sort of all fell apart a bit for me unfortunately. Yeah, but but I don't well, know. I mean you could hey you could get to world two or three. <laughs> yeah, I, but there's a lot of talking to do that, and I, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, um, let's move on. Christopher Hyde, is there anything else you'd like to talk about that you've played? Did you get a chance to play it? It's on this list still. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure before before we start. Before you throw me in and go, I haven't played anything. So yeah, third game this week is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, like I, I'm glad you said it because I keep in my mind I just see it as Arceus. So I'm glad you you. you it's that's an acceptable pronunciation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus. So um, my love affair or not of, of Pokemon games, a bit of a weird one. I always fall off them, generally speaking, Pokemon games. I always start them and I always think, oh, this is going to be the one, this is going to be great. And I, I really enjoy the first few hours and then I just feel like, oh, it's just grinding random battles and I just, I, 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 I never finish them, right? And it's always my thing. But it's weird because, like, like I like the idea of it. I like the Pokemon. What you said is not unfair, by the way. Like Lyle oh, is a big Pokemon fan. What you said there is totally fair. Yeah, and, and like, like you, I've probably spent far too long on Pokemon Go in, over the years as well. I like the idea of like the Pokemon themselves and catching them mm. and that whole concept. It's not like I just don't like the concept of the franchise. I do. I want to enjoy Pokemon. I just I've always seemed to fall off them. <laughs> And so, like, starting this game, and hold my hands up, I'm like two to three hours in, right? And I yeah, know it's yeah. probably what best part of twenty. Twenty for the. Sort of, uh, it's still too early. I don't want to get spoilery, but it's it's more than twenty. Okay, more than twenty. So if, if you enjoy, not it, even you, not yeah. even ten percent probably into the game, right? So so I'm early, but this is my early my early impressions of, mm. of the game in the preview sense. In, in a, no, not in a preview sense, oh. surely. Surely not. Well, I, I suppose to you it is. But it's more just It's my a preview of your final impressions because you haven't got well, final impressions yet. Okay, yeah. Semantics. You just want to make me say in a preview sense I did, every yeah, single I time did. I talk, don't you? Yeah, I haven't yeah, finished yeah, Dying yeah. Light. That should, have, that should have been a preview sense. Should so. have been. You're right. Yeah. Um, Shit. So should mine. Too late. <laughs> Go on. Pokemon, the final verdict. Go. Yeah, so the final the final word. Um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying what I'm playing so far. I feel like, you know, obviously you did the review, Adam. Yes. Um, it very much feels like, you, you said it in the review, it very much feels like a modern take mm. on the Pokemon series because it is a game that literally, it it's not kind of restrained by what it used to be. Very much feels like it's gone right. And literally almost in everything it does, like story and stuff, which I won't spoil and stuff, it literally kind of mixes it up and just goes, what could this be? How could these, how could this journey take place? And what, what could your experience of it be? Despite it at its core being about, you know, filling a Pokedex essentially. Um, but it just, it feels so much more interesting, less overbearing to, to do just that, you know, the, having Pokemon wander around the world and you can kind of sneak up on them if you want to, chuck a poke chuck a Pokeball at them and then carry on with you about your business. It just feels more relaxed and and liberating than having to go through an endless grind of trying to achieve things. Running around in um, grass to get the random one to appear. Yeah, exactly. And and there's no randomness to it. You can literally no. I don't know it sounds stupid, but you literally see the Pokemon so like you, you know what you're going up against. Um and I like the fact that you haven't you absolutely can, and I'm not saying that I won't, but depending on time, you don't have to 100% the Pokedex 
to to clear the Pokedex, if that makes sense. So like, there's there's different things. There's almost like a checklist of things for each Pokemon, isn't there? And you get um, you have to get a score of ten for for a Pokemon to kind of max out that Pokedex. The amount of max out the poke fill out the Pokedex entry, I guess is the way of saying it. Um, but after that, if you get more than ten points, your score still stays at ten. So you could, you know, one hundred percent. but you don't yeah. have to. Um, so if people want to go crazy and catch fifty Bidoofs for some apparent reason, then you know, to get that one tick, then you go you go nuts, my friend. But you don't have to. You, you can you can finish that that entry without doing all that. So I think that's really good because it literally just says. You know, you've got a choice of how you want to do this, and you can choose which ways you want to do it, what ways suit you. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying. It. I know I've only just scratched the surface. The story is—it's too early for me to say whether it's a, a, a great story. It's—it's it's all right. I'm introduced to new characters and stuff, but I—I I couldn't possibly say whether I know enough to know. Well, I was floored by that thing. Um, but it, it's all right. It's—it's it's keeping me going. Um, I will, I will say about the visuals because I think it's it's important because uh, a lot of people have an opinion on it. I will say the the area around the village and when you're inside houses, it looks bare and, and blocky. It does, and it looks a bit horrible. But you're in those areas for a very small proportion of your overall adventure, and actually, when you get out into the into the wild and you're right you're absolutely right in your review when the light hits just right or you yeah, know yeah. you get moments. lost in the moment you're not thinking about any of that any of that stuff you're 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 in the moment of catching the pokemon and it looks i don't want to say good enough because that sounds really kind of it looks good harsh. at times i, I it think looks, it looks yeah. absolutely fine yeah absolutely fine and sometimes Box like you say when you get the good lighting effects or maybe it's like dawn or, or dusk or whatever yeah. it looks really nice um it, it it never wows me, but it, I'm thinking about something else at the time, so it doesn't it doesn't need. It doesn't to, wow but... you visually, but I, I I wonder if you've had the same thing as me, where when you see a Pokemon that you haven't seen yet, it makes you sort of you do go <gasps> because you're like, oh yeah. I was like... watching my son play this, and um, I mean, listen, the game's out now, so I can say what I want. But Pikachu appeared for me at one point in the game, and I I put forty hours into it at this point, <laughs> and I think that's the only one i saw in the wild and i caught it and then when my son was playing it one appeared in the wild film but it was a pichu uh the, like the de-evolved the well, little, the yeah pre-evolved i guess pikachu yeah um and we both saw it <gasps> and it's that exciting moment and you don't get that in other pokemon games in the same way you still might get a random spawn but usually by the time you're running around in grass to get spawns it's because you've read a guide on how to get the legendaries or how to farm yeah. this that, or the other in this yeah. game the magic is you see it and you go holy shit i have to catch that and like there's yeah. there are legendaries in this game and of course of course there are um and you you will always have another chance to there's no like oh well if you don't get it now you're never getting that legendary i mean apart from anything else there's a trading mechanic in the game but you do because they are tough battles and always were the pressure to get the get it in the ball you you, you know I, I, me and my boy were sort of almost like bloody you know golf fans get in the ball get in the <laughs> hole you know what i mean it was like get in, and he, he, he at one point ran out of like every ball bar one it was just the standard pokeball and it, it was never going in that pokeball because it was a legendary yeah. um and eventually he just literally sat there for 30 minutes throwing pokeballs because he had a Pokemon that it couldn't hurt. It was like strong against everything he had. Um, and I don't think you get that in other Pokemon games. I think this brings an excitement and a freshness feel, a fresh feeling to actually the core basics of catching a pocket monster. Yeah. It's and exciting I, throwing a ball at an Oshawott. Yeah, and yeah, it, it is. And, and what again, you... You're totally. You nail this in your review as well, because for me, the other thing that annoys me about, or has annoyed me about Pokemon games in the past, is when you just go, "I've I've run out of fucking Pokeballs, or I've run out of this. I've got to go to a shop and get." And just the simple crafting mechanic, it's not revolutionary, but in this game, it just, it's just another move to say, actually, we don't want this game being about you absolutely panicking to leave a town, worrying if you've got enough stuff. It's not what we want this game to be about. We want this game no. to be about you exploring the world, discovering stuff, and having fun with it. 
You can and stay out as long as you want. You can stay out as long as you want. Because even if you run out of resources, just go get some more. And it's not even... I did worry when the, it, it started getting dark. I was like, oh, is it going to... No, that's a good thing. Because like, now you're going to see... You best get back to town, otherwise no, you'll die of exhaustion. No, no. Oh, no, it just goes... Oh no, there here's some Pokemon that only come out at night. Different Pokemon now, yeah. And I'm like, oh, brilliant! So it's not even that like it's actually a better thing than I thought it was going to be. Yep. And it just like I say, I'm only two to three hours in, but I haven't like rolled my eyes once. The only the only thing no. I was rolling my eyes at is at the very start when I just wanted the game to start. You wanted it like, does start to, slowly. I wanted to be in it. Like, yeah. uh, because everything else, like, I'm just like, actually, this is actually really respectful of my time. It wants me to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I recognize some of these Pokemon, so that's cool as well. So, you know, and, and I'm sure when I see a, like, an equivalent of a, a Pikachu in the wild, I'll be absolutely giddy. Um, you know, because as soon as I saw the Gen 1 ones for the first time, I was like, oh, I know, I know these ones like the back I of my hand. Yeah. Um, not some of the weird random later ones, but. Um, no, there are yeah, some Pokemon in this game. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, let's see how I feel right when when I finished it. But mm-hmm. I can very much see the changes that I've seen mm. make me very hopeful because it seems to have kind of done away with some of the things that take me away from Pokemon games traditionally. Mm-hmm. So that's only a positive for me because it just keeps me playing it. Great. Which is annoying when I have so much to play and I just yeah, want to go back to Dying Light. <laughs> yeah, no. I, want to go back I, to this. I must admit, I keep looking at it going, I could just go and get, I keep filling that Pokedex because although I've finished it, I could fill the Pokedex. Always do yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, let's do some listener correspondence. Let's do some more of that. Deadbeat Punk from Discord says, I want to know about the strange rabbit holes that you've gone down online. Recently found tip of my. <laughs> Tip of my joystick, which is a subreddit for people that half remember games but don't know the title or other major details, not forcibly inserting controllers into themselves, which I was originally trying to find. So do you have you discovered a strange niche online that you stumbled across and suddenly found yourself at home? Bonus points as always for Croc. Well What a question. <laughs> Any strange rabbit holes? I've got one. I d I wouldn't say that I found myself at home, but I do remember the, the the biggest rabbit hole I ever I think I went down was there's this I can't remember his name now, but there's this guy, um and it was like in I guess probably the seventies and eighties and he used to go up like um, cleaning steeples and stuff but obviously back then they didn't have all the safety equipment and like he would be he would climb up these buildings and clean stuff up or whatever and he became a bit of a mini celebrity I can't think his bloody name is was it Ted something he looked like Ted from Fast Show. You know what I mean? That kind of, you know, flat cap and that. And, it, yeah. I, and like, you know, he would climb up these enormous buildings and like using just like a bit of rope and some wood. And like he would, he would, the scaffolding was her kind of, he made it himself. Like he'd hammer a bit of scaffolding as he went up, then put another bit in and he would take that bit. And, you know, it was like free climbing. And um, I think he ended up helping like with blowing up buildings and stuff. Cause you have to, you know, and I just, I found it absolutely fascinating. It was from Bolton. That's all I can remember. But I'm going to type in Bolton Steeplejack. <laughs> Fred oh, Dibner. Fred Dibner. That's him. What? He's a steeplejack. Fred Dibner. Fred Dibner. Frederick MBE. Oh, yeah, dead, no, isn't he? he is dead. My my dad's <laughs> obsessed with Fred Dibner. It's fascinating watching the man work. Like watching a, a, an art. Like he's also a bit of an old geezer. Like you know, he's kind of got a cigarette. And... <laughs> you know what I mean? He's almost like. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe he was an awful human being. If Roy, but I hope not. If Roy Chubby Brown was a bad form. Dibner would be the good form because okay. they look very similar. Well, I but, hope he was a good guy. I mean, he was from the sort of, you know, hey. born in the thirties, so you just don't know. <laughs> We're not going down the yew tree path here, sunshine. Well, I just don't. You listen. He was born in the thirties, so you just don't know. He could be an absolute horrible, hey. you know. But that was my, and I just spent a full afternoon. This is a long time ago. Full afternoon going just watching this guy's videos, just being fascinated by. I mean, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Think about where we are now with like health and safety, what you can and can't do. And this bloke was just—I mean, he became like he became a legend, didn't he, in Bolton? You know, I don't know. Well, you knew <laughs> who he was. At least you knew who he was. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, so what other what other uh, rabbit holes have you guys gone down? I gave you enough time there. I talked about Bolton Fred's oh, Bolton's Fred. I, don't know. I, don't, I, I go down YouTube rabbit holes and Wikipedia. Yeah, that's rabbit fine. Holes, yeah, that's what. Yeah, all right. Pimple, well, pimple poppers. Are you into the old pimple poppers? No, I hate oh, them. oh, gross. All those things that. where they like pull stuff out of things, like <laughs> you, you know, like pull stuff out of people's ears, or like 
they think they've got a little splinter and they've got this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I used to have to watch that. I used to have to watch that. Have to what? Well, back in back in 2021, I, I went for a bit <laughs> of a, yeah. a split dinner. So back in, back in the day, Lauren used to enjoy watching um, all I'm spot videos. I'm not laughing videos. at your situation. I'm laughing at... So, at go on. <laughs> you're laughing at? Yeah. So, um, so now I don't have to watch that shit. But um, I, I, I kind of... I'm obsessed with Bob Ross, and I will spend oh. hours watching that. Um old wrestling videos on YouTube, shit like that. Lyle knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. The classics. Um, but no, just nothing obscene. Apart from when I'm watching porn. But no, <laughs> nothing nothing weird. Well, I guess it's my turn to make it weird, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, we, should we not build a bit build a bit more? Yeah, build a bit more, fine. I'll I'll I don't, be a I finale. don't think I don't think Chris has got one, but looking at his face. No, I mean I like every now and then, like I just run, like, what could life? No, like, I mm-hmm. normally find like modders of games or random yeah. 90s kids TV programs or 80s kids TV. I'm just going, oh, I remember this. Remember Fucking watching Nightmare right. on ITV or How something. many times have you watched like compilations of 80s kids in cartoon intros on YouTube? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like DuckTales yeah. and Gummy Banging. Bears and stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, but like I never find myself going, holy crap, how did I get here? This is this is weird. This is not socially acceptable. Unless nightmares not socially acceptable anymore, I don't know. Maybe that was a just. Just to be clear, I don't think that Fred Debner's unacceptable. No, I think I mean he, he might. Lyle again, I don't say. know. <laughs> was oh, I see. I, I see. Yeah. To what Lyle was <laughs> okay, go on, Lyle. They've been I'd long like, enough. I'd like to point out, by the way, that these are not places that I thought of as a new home either. So yeah, before I don't we start, be, off, yeah, I don't think I'm a steeplejack. <laughs> Um, so one of the things that happened on a YouTube on a YouTube uh, deep dive uh, was when looking. For, I think it was. I think my partner was looking for an old song that was something really obscure, and the only way we found it was that it was being used in the background of like a Sims Two music video, and apparently there's a big. At the time, at least, there was kind of a big sort of scene of mainly teenagers who sort of used video they captured from The Sims 2 to tell stories. And I went down this odd rabbit hole of watching videos like... um, There was one that was like supposed to be like a teen girl and it was set to some like song that I guess was anorexia-based and it was like the story of a teen girl like starving herself to death told via sims 2 and it i mean you've got to applaud the effort i guess it was someone had put a lot of time into that but it was really unusual it was extremely unusual no it is i uh, it is I, but yeah so that's a that's a medium some people tell stories i guess I was, when you started so. that, I was like, it's just Sims 2. This can't be weird. <laughs> and then you just yeah. blew me out of the water. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole and off. That yeah. Is. yeah. I mean, and I, I explored further into it. And I mean, really, when you look further course, into it. The only way to go is deeper. Oh, the only way is deeper. Oh, no. Um, There's your title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, obviously, the more you dive into it, the more it just sort of gets hornier and therefore worse. So, I mean, there's another title, yeah. <laughs> one subtitle there. Um, yep. So, yeah, that was that's Moist. one of them. That's your third. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually um, remembered another one. When it, um, when it goes, sorry, when you say yeah. hornier, what happens? Come on, because I want to uh, know. There was just an there example. Are, <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of outfits <laughs> in The Sims Two that are sort of mascots like teddy bear mascots and things like that and furries. i mean i didn't want to outright say furries is that a bad thing have i done a bad I mean, thing i mean it's not it's not a bad thing but didn't it wasn't it was. i didn't want to watch furry but sims to erotica but, 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 you did. <laughs> but I guess it's important I did. to know that you did it is important to know okay. that but and i'm you know, guessing not just once i I kind of want to now as well. <laughs> Maybe I might do a group viewing. Report, no, report no, back no, next nobody week. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. 
that's i mean wow i guess yeah i mean i was just gonna say that i've remembered that sometimes in the evenings i get down a little rabbit hole on you know youtube shorts you know it just yeah oh, yeah, yeah youtube shorts when it's like people doing like these oh this thing you need from amazon these tools you haven't heard of or then a lot of them are people putting fucking dowel pins into wood putting glue in it and then putting a screw into the dowel pin and it's like yeah okay boring why do i waste yeah. my time and my life yeah. i've got precious little left as it is and you <laughs> like it's yeah shorts, yeah. Uh, yeah shorts definitely i end up watching some random crap i mean shorts are the old man's tiktok aren't they yeah right yeah, I like to think I'm still hip by looking at shorts. No, Chris, you're not hip. Sorry, mate. I well, didn't want to do this live. but um, Okay. The real Captain Redemption from Discord has the question, can Lyle... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> can, uh, you, you probably saw this in Discord and thought, they won't ask that if he's on the pod right to his face. We will. The Can Lyle possibly get any worse? Right. Can I just say, from when he answered that question to now... I would yep. answer what, yep. yes. <laughs> Do you need an answer? I I have to oh. ask the man himself. I, Lyle, yeah, I'd say yes. Have, has, I was going to say, how, do you feel that the Discord has seen the depths? No, I don't want to say depths of your depravity. I want to say... Uh, I don't want to say the depths of your trolling because that makes it sound insincere. What? How would you mm. phrase this? The worst, the worst of Lyle. The worst of Lyle. Um, how, how close are we? Like, on, if if it's a meter filling up, like a loading bar to 100%, what percent are we at right now in Discord? I think we're about a 60. Not a okay, 6.5. No, that's, 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 no, that's fair. That's fair. Not a 6.5. Not quite at that level yet. We're approaching it though, aren't we? We're getting close. It's but no, I am. Um... Isn't it when you start? What, what would like 86 be or something? Like, I just if if 60 gets us to. Jesus what we've just heard i forgot we were live for a minute and nearly said something i'd have regretted <laughs> wow no I'm, i'll I'm... tell you after <laughs> okay well i'm excited no i oh, my tell you guys about yeah like listen yeah my um my insufferability is still you know slightly tapered off just to make sure that people don't don't leave the discord so you're so what you're saying is you're like you're you're, you're lyle but you're palatable at the moment. I'm, I'm palatable, Lyle, right now. You're, suppress you're suppressing your true self, so we don't all leave Discord. Is that what you're going to say you're sobriety, yeah. Lyle. I am sobriety, Lyle. I'm, <laughs> I'm Lyle, but with sort of like a cloak of Febreze over the top of it. You know where you just sort of like, if you put some Febreze over it, you yeah, can but, ignore but, it. But the trouble is now I'm imagining you naked on a table being sprayed with Febreze. Yeah. So now you is that the wet, trouble? But you smell a little bit better. <laughs> well. It could be worse. Ah, oh, it could be worse. As you said, 60%. God knows what happens when we get to 69%. I mean, I'm out that day. And on that yeah. note, that is the podcast for this week. We have got loads of games still being played that we still can't Lots. talk about. Um, I think everyone here is playing a game they can't talk about, if not more than one. Yes. Christ. And uh, more release dates are being announced soon. Like, uh, yeah, like there's they just announced Shadow Warrior 3 March 1st. Uh, there's another game getting yeah. a release date very soon. Um, it's busy. There's lots of games. I do wonder who's gonna sort of shit out in all of this because nobody can play all of these games, especially no. if you have to pay for them and you're not some journo mm -hmm. shit boy. You know what I mean? Who's <laughs> got to get the free stuff? <laughs> Reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he goes again. Dizzery do. Um, <laughs> and um, on that note, thank you very much for watching or listening to this podcast, however you choose to you know, take it on. We do it live on, on YouTube and then it goes quiet. But if you're a Patreon for £1 or more, you get to watch it over and over again. You can watch this hour repeatedly on the toilet, in your attic, in your basement, in the shed, in, in the garden, in your bed. Naked. Yeah. Yeah, listen. I don't mind the thought of people watching this naked. I mean, I'm I've... naked from the waist down. I so, I mean, it, it only seems fair. Mm. I always I, listen um... to it back naked. Yeah, before I was on the podcast, I was pretty much only naked. Yeah, I put like... clothes on for the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Hence the 60% and not the 400. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note, thank you to Chris, Chris and Lyle for being here this week. 
Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Wherever you are, whatever you choose to do, we love your support. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, sorry, laughing at a comment in the chat, which I can't read out right now because it's time to say goodbye. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, guys. And we will speak to you next week or whenever you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>